0: want to thank our sponsor, Mobile Notary Mindy. She's certified with the National Notary Association. She's also bonded and you and insured. She offers a wide range of services, including wills, powers of attorney, medical documents, health care proxies, living wills, certification of trust, assignment of personal property, HIPAA waivers, advanced health care directives, and 99 verification. You can find her on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram at Mobile Notary Mindy. You can also visit her webpage at TexasMobileNotaryMindy.com. That's TXMobileNotaryMindy.com. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen of all ages, boys and girls, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Angry Meat Production. We appreciate you coming in and letting us be a part of your lives week in and week out. We hope to do our best to present you with something that your eardrums delight in. Whether you're looking at us on YouTube or Rumble, or listening to us on Spotify, Google, or Anchor, or any of the other podcast services that we are currently on or trying to get on, we thank you. And if you don't mind at the end of every episode, stop by, leave us a comment, leave us a like, If it asks for five stars, we'll take five stars, even if you don't like us. Five stars are what it's all about. With that being said, we hope you enjoy our attempt to make our advocation our vocation. Ladies and gentlemen, let the games begin.
1: Welcome, Angry Faithful. Today on Nerd Sports, episode 122, we're going to talk about wheelchair boxing. Or I, I like to call it
2: mobile rock'em sock'em robots.
1: I I was about to say that, man. You stole my thunder. I was you're I was literally going to say that. I had it in my mind. I was like looking over the stuff about uh, uh, all the new sports news stuff that we're have to go over, and I was like, what am I going? Oh yeah, rock'em sock'em. Okay. So yeah. what you're trying
0: to tell me is that the top ranked wheelchair boxer is going to be uh, Logan Paul's next opponent.
1: <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would be so.
0: You know, hilarious. because he doesn't ever face off against actual boxers. It's all, all like washed-up retired MMA fighters,
2: and then he forces them to box, which they're not known as strikers. Some of them are like he'll fight. Well, not the guys he fights. He's not going to fight somebody that can
1: actually box. He, he, he up- was it Mayfield. He went up against Mayfield, didn't he? That. <laughs> no, Come no, on. he didn't go up
0: against Mayfield. No, well, or Mayweather. He didn't Mayweather. Go up against, um, I, if I remember right, there was like some kind of like rumor that he was going to, um, um he was going to try to bout. He was going to try to fight Mike Tyson.
1: Oh, yeah. I heard that. In like a, a straight-up
2: fair fight.
1: It wouldn't be a fair fight. I Fair fight. I mean, fair as in weight class, and uh, they're doing rounds, and there's going to be official, and there's going to be a, an undertaker. That would have been a fair fight tyson would even need a full round for him tyson would even you no. Know
2: and you're not going to be able mm. to pay tyson off i don't care how much money you fucking offer him
1: you're not yeah, him no
0: off. um i mean yeah. it's it's a it's a situation and you know we may or may not have colin tonight so uh, okay. but uh I'm, I'm conversing with him right now but he, he okay. may or may not be available um, which, you know, if, when we left, when we're left to our own devices, that it goes downhill
2: <laughs> quickly, this is going to be one for the ages. It gets so spicy.
0: <laughs> um, it is,
2: I
1: mean, you've seen the video where the guy, uh, Tyson's teaching that one kid and the, Oh, he's he scared. He
0: <laughs> go, go. Yeah. He scared the guy with the pads.
2: Yeah. Like, he, was like- he was like, no. Entire no. life flashed in front of his eyes as soon as he squared up. He's like, I'm not about Whoa. that life, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just like, just, no. Just let me walk out of here. That's all I ask. This is, this <laughs> is basically what happened. <laughs>
1: like,
3: oh, nothing can go wrong. Oh, no. It all went wrong. <laughs> so quickly.
1: That was, that was, I mean, that's anybody that's like, Oh, we're having fun. We're having fun. Uh-uh. 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 I have pooped. <laughs> I'm not even going. I'm just putting my dukes up. Yeah. This is, this yeah. is why, Carl, that we have to have safety briefings every
0: weekend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or
2: or safety briefing. This
1: is how you get a safety briefing. <laughs> right? I mean, look at uh, steve really
0: Phrasing Is phrasing still a thing? <laughs>
1: I mean, look at Stevo. All he did was run into his fist. Mm-hmm. and he, he got <laughs> fucking a concussion <laughs> What's a he didn't even use any <laughs> power he basically I was like yeah I'll just put my hand out there if you want to I mean I'm not gonna you know give me the full po- okay there we go he's knocked out I mean he
2: was already kind of soft in the head anyways yeah yeah,
0: yeah I would I, w- I just I would love nothing more than to see Logan Paul get absolutely knocked on his ass, yes. And I and, and I didn't catch all of it, but Dana, Dana White put out a TikTok this uh, this weekend. Apparently, you know he's he's put out the offer several times to Logan Paul or Jake Paul, and neither one of them have responded.
2: No, nah, hell no, because neither of like, them they're not going to fight an MMA fighter
0: because they know the they're going to lose. Stepped I mean, in the stepped in the octagon. Yeah, I mean,
2: they know they're going to lose.
0: Your professional boxing record, professional boxing record, still going to be intact. This is an MMA or MMA record. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I personally, personally, I think that he's afraid to get in there without any padding, you know, other than the the like three ounce gloves that they throw.
1: Yeah,
2: he knows because I mean, whenever he's going to fight, the first thing they're going to do is take it to the ground.
1: Oh yeah, and oh.
2: They're worthless on the ground. They don't know what they're doing, and they're going to be made to look a fool.
0: Yeah, you know, I, yeah, you're going to get the cowboy to come out of retirement. The first thing he's going to do is launch across Dude. the ring with a super flying Superman punch.
2: Dude.
0: Dude. It was a cowboy Cerrone.
2: Oh, I, I, I would sell everything I have to be able to afford a ticket to go watch that. I would yeah. absolutely be fr- right. kidding me.
0: That I, mean, would, I, I, would, really, I would I would write I would personally write Dana White an email, you know, care of this show asking for a uh, you know press for, 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 for press passes
3: <laughs> just
0: just so that way the you know the common man the uh the amateur uh podcaster can, can get their take on it. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> can you imagine Dana White? He's you know he's like all right. I will fly you guys out here, but you're gonna have to go to this airport. Blah blah blah. Okay, but you two are better getting your ass in a car.
3: <laughs> okay, because
0: uh, my hobby airport um, out down here in Houston, mm-hmm. there is a uh, they got a bunch of charter services out there, right? Including one that a bunch of NBA players fly out of, and I'm not kidding you. It's it's called Million Air. That's yeah. awesome! And I'm like. Then they've got some of them like good planes like the, the the i mean every all the planes are expensive but we're talking like top tier planes and they keep them in a hangar and i'm like oh yeah you okay. went over i went we went went to go pick my daughter up um from from hobby airport uh months ago dude a Mac, I, 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 we were behind a McLaren, and a McLaren pulled in, like onto the, the the airstrip. Yeah, uh oh,
2: just once, just once in my life, right? I'm just, just sitting, there pull right up to the plane, just get out, like the whole, you know, Tony Stark thing and in, in Iron Man. Like I, just one time in my life, that would be amazing.
1: Yeah. That would be amazing.
2: You go right from the car straight onto the airplane, and just tell the pilot as you're walking up the steps, be like, "All right, let's go."
0: Okay, so Bucky's is going to get an unofficial plug here. My <gasps> oh, Her wife man. just walked in because she loves me. I, I I didn't properly communicate that we were out of eggs. That's on me. So she normally would go to ATB to get the eggs, right? Well, uh-huh. she goes to Bucky's. Because you know they're we're home of the original Bucky's, like the world's headquarters for Bucky's. Like Mister Bucky lives in Lake Jackson. Yeah, um, she goes over here. Not only are the eggs that they sell at the ga- at the at the Bucky's stations all over the place are from local farmers, they're a dollar a dozen, dollar twenty two a dozen, damn right
2: <coughs> for those. Ladies and gentlemen, that don't live in Texas that are listening to us,
0: Bucky's is the—it's the
2: Taj the
3: Mahal
0: of gas stations. Yes. Okay. It's it's like the Taj Mahal. every every
2: like Wawas and and Tim Hortons, every best gas station that you've ever been to anywhere in your
0: travel, yeah, anywhere that you've ever traveled, whether it be Little America, Wawas, you know, yeah, Tim Horton, <laughs> whatever. And you throw in the cleanest bathrooms in the industry. Anywhere. And Not just in the building or any other small industry. Walmart.
2: Yes. Like, you've got full stall, the, the full complete door on the stalls. Like, you're talking the greatest bathrooms in the entire world. I will put them up against anybody, right. anywhere, any executive washroom, period.
0: Yeah, they've got an attendant that's that there and just I mean, he's he's like a busboy at a Chinese buffet. You know, no. you you look, you know, like you take three or four sips out of your cup and you set it down and you look to have a conversation, you turn and your glass is full. And you didn't hear or see
2: anything. It just poof.
0: Poof, there you go.
2: Yes. Yeah. Plus, you can say they have mm, a wall
0: of jerky. There is a wall of jerky. Yes. There is a wall of jerky.
1: They also have the, I mean, it's more or less like a butcher stand of jerky, too. Yes. Yeah. It's a butcher's counter full of jerky. Yeah. It's,
2: it's
0: sold by the pound. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Fresh uh, chopped barbecue. I'm not a big analogy. fan of the cherry maple, but eh. the new Korean barbecue one that they had is fantastic. I saw that. And I, and I had, I had, I had to refrain and here's why I'm on day four of cutting out processed sugars. Ugh. Okay, I'm doing it for 21 days. That's a shame. No, let me finish because I want to get rid of my gut before I fill it full of beer race weekend. That's okay. true.
2: It's, it's no, I mean, there's no refined sugar inside the beer,
0: right? But the amount of garbage that I'm going to shove in my face race weekend.
3: <laughs> oh, it, I
0: mean, we're so talking easy. the footlong corn dogs, or bro, I forgot. Uh, about that. Um, oh. You know, I mean, the specialties that they sell specifically at Texas Motor Speedway, we, shit like that. We need to take a group picture,
2: all three of us deep throating a footlong corn dog while staring lovingly into each other's eyes. <laughs>
1: oh my God. How far... We need we that picture. We need things. that picture. How far are we going to be willing to take this? Johnny's kind of like a... You will be so able to the take... The reason one. why I made the face is because I understand where David goes.
0: David David will take
2: it all the way to the stick.
1: No, I'll take it all the way to the adoption papers. Well, that too. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, David he, Dickson,
0: a.k.a. Woody Allen. Thank you very much. <laughs> Kate, Kate,
2: the only reason that I wouldn't take you to the JP right now and sign paperwork is because I am still technically, according to the law, married. Although the
1: process has started. But, I'm so excited once this just uh, passes through. Oh, I'll tell you all what. Right. You hey, enough. tax cuts. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna be staying in rowing. That's
3: right. <laughs> from
0: the track. There is a Bucky's literally across the street from the track.
1: Which is also a Waffle House. There is a Waffle Whoa. House. We're going to Waffle House. Oh hell
0: yes. Waffle House for dinner after the race?
3: Fuck Back yeah.
0: In. Okay. All right. I'm down yeah, with that. Yeah,
2: I will crush a fucking Waffle House. You kidding me?
0: Scattered, smothered, so, yeah. covered, in chunk. and chunked,
2: and then you get all those uh, the all the drunk NASCAR fans in there afterwards as well. Hell, Hell yeah, that's my
0: people. <sighs> so, a good time breakfast that morning on the camp stove. I'm thinking scrambled eggs, two pounds of bacon, and Oops. some tortillas.
1: No, Peter. Yeah, get some uh get some uh baked beans for Chris. He can't do eggs. Yeah, just anything. Are you allergic to eggs? I am allergic mm-hmm. to eggs. Fuck. I found this eggs. out. <coughs> I found this out when I was getting his breakfast. I was like, "Hey, you want to go get some uh breakfast, brews? I was like, "We'll make sure it doesn't have eggs." And I was like, uh, "What?" Oh, uh, fuck. Yeah, my
2: go-to breakfast taco is uh, bean and cheese with uh, country sausage,
0: which is amazing, by the way. Or with bacon. Okay. So I'll get you some refried beans.
2: That'll work. Yeah,
0: I'll spike it with uh, some Cholula sauce. Um, chop up a little bit of green onion to mix it all in there. Throw you some bacon slice... I- there you go. I'm gonna bring pita pockets instead of tortillas. Okay. I'm gonna heat them up in the pan, bro. That'd be interesting. Money. I mean, think. Th- think a Middle Eastern cr- crunch wrap, dude.
2: A Middle Eastern crunch wrap. Mm-hmm. But you would have to have a tostada shell with it as well, then, to get the crunch part.
0: Well, I mean, okay, so. Think a Middle Eastern burrito. How about that?
3: Okay, that's,
0: yeah. All it is is just it's unleavened bread. And what they do is they they bake it really fast, right? And a, a pocket forms in the middle.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So all you have to do is either cut a slit off the top or cut it in half, and it opens up. The inside opens up Yeah, like a pocket. And you just stuff whatever you want oh. down in there. Oh,
3: pocket okay.
0: Yeah, it's actually really good.
3: Yeah,
0: I'd be down. Mean, no. I'll try. <laughs> I mean, if they had a decent shawarma place, I'd be like, "Dude, let's go get some euros." You
2: know, I've never tried shawarma.
0: Really, I really never tried shawarma. There's a really great shawarma place around the corner. After we're done with this battle, I think we should go 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 for a Go out for shawarma.
2: What do you think? Yeah. I think that'd be a great idea. <laughs> Apparently, there's one just down the road. Never tried it, but
0: I've always wanted. <laughs> I'm waiting for one of you to realize that that's an Avengers reference. Yes. <sighs> and what I just said is what Tony Stark yes. said. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know what? You're right. You're right. Okay. Oh, okay so, so the reason for the show tonight is because there was some things that happened in the world. Of oh, yeah. Baseball yeah. Baseball yeah. Baseball we actually baseball have baseball. like news shit. Yeah. Um, really? I, I want to lead the baseball segment off properly. With a fight? <laughs> no.
2: Six shots to the dome.
0: <laughs> 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 That's a typical Saturday night for David. Um, the teeth. Yeah, but it's not in the back, it's usually in the front. The uh the New York Yankees are now four four games under 500. They are currently 17 games back in the American League East, nine games back in the wild card race. Why? <clears throat> I'm glad you asked. That's a great question. That's because my floundering Boston Red Sox marched their happy asses after losing two out of three to the Washington Nationals. They took it to the Coliseum, the house that Jeter built, Steinbrenner, I mean, Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. And swept the New York Yankees. It was a glorious weekend for me. It really was. Did you do the happy dunce? Oh, I did the hoppy dunce. He really, really did. Um, I had to listen to the game on uh, on, on the app, bad app yesterday because uh, I was on the road during the game. But uh, man, Saturday alone, Garrett Cole was going would took the start for, for New York. He has the lowest ERA in the American League. And the Red Sox hung six runs on him in four innings. (laughs) To include a grand slam and a two-run shot. Fucking hell. Yeah. I mean, Garrett Cole was getting lit up.
1: (laughs) It was beautiful. I'm just like, yeah. Um was it one of those moments is like I didn't know it was Christmas cuz that looks like a Christmas tree. Dude, yeah. Um
3: uh, I just yeah, want to point out problem, that I mean, the so only so
0: problem with that. the Red Sox sweeping the Yankees this weekend is that everybody else in the American League East kept fucking winning. <laughs> so, at the very least we kept pace in the wild card race. Um the uh in fact I was almost not home tonight. I would have had to have done my portion of the show from Minute Maid Park because the Red Sox are in town for the next three days. Mm. And alas, I could not get tickets. (laughs) So I'm a little upset.
2: This is one of the few times that I'll actually say go Red Sox. Especially since the Rangers were struggling
0: with the, the Brewers this weekend. Dude, it just kind of seemed like everybody was struggling this weekend. Like the struggle bus was real. Uh, yeah. the, the Mariners came in and uh, swept the Astros over the weekend,
2: which thank God they did because we'd have been screwed otherwise.
0: <laughs> right? Because now, I mean, it went from a it went from a uh, three game lead to a two and a half game lead. And they didn't manage to win because, and it's only by virtue of the fact that the the Astros have lost their last three, but the Rangers have lost their last four. Right. right. So I'm sitting there going, oh, you know. So, I mean, tonight they're in Arizona. (sighs) Pisses me off because the game starts in 30 minutes, actually, 20 minutes. And I can't. Fucking go. Like, I'm so irritated. Like, beyond they're ever. Right,
3: they're right there. They're, Don't they, they have a down the fucking road? They're right there.
1: Don't they have like a screen on the outside of it? No. You think this is Jerry World? Come on, man. Hmm. I mean,
0: it's,
3: the, it's ju- the same as
0: being there, though. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, Taylor Swift. She has these concerts in these open open roof stadiums that are just plopped right down in the middle of all these high-rise condominiums. And so there's literally like hundreds of people that are getting to watch her show for free. But, you know, she doesn't want to close the roof. But it's not the same as being there. Right. Speaking of Taylor Swift concerts, um, (laughs) Tom Brady took his daughter's to a taylor swift concert last week and he had the dad face (laughs) i mean he had the dad face because he had his tb12 hat on right and he's in there just a plain white t-shirt and some khaki shorts and dude he had this look on his face like
2: (laughs) (laughs) yep
3: (laughs) i've never related to that man more in my
0: entire (laughs) life Right, <laughs> for once, I feel I have a golden penis. He is <laughs> one of us. Right? <laughs> right, that's not the Little Mermaid. <laughs> what do you mean? She's just like me. <laughs> How's that video go? She's a. <laughs> I saw that dude. I died. I... <laughs> I died when I saw that video. But uh TMC or TMZ released that video or that that photo, Barstool Sports released that photo. Um, there were several fans that were just like around the area where Tom Brady was seated with his daughters, and they all were like, Can confirm, can I can confirm, can confirm, absolutely. <laughs> like he had that 10000 yard stare. Yep. <laughs> you might be wondering how
2: i got here <laughs>
0: yep that's me i bet you're wondering how i got here <laughs> uh, it's like yep. wow
3: <laughs> and care. uh
0: you know and, and then on top of that kanye west's new girlfriend looks exactly like a, a female version of pete davidson dude i literally <laughs> thought that somebody had photoshopped that i <laughs> saw
2: the picture and i was like dude that's pete davidson with tits
0: yeah. And then they showed
2: us side by side. I was like, oh shit, that's not him. I was like, I I honestly thought that it was a Photoshop picture at first.
1: I thought I, I thought I was like, huh, when did Pete Davis get tits? Oh wait. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> what? Those talk about commercials must not have paid out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah, that was, but...
2: that's rough.
0: Yeah. Um so we went over the story last week about Wander Franco and being put on the MLB restricted, restricted list. Yeah. Because the Dominican Atter- attorney general's office was investigating uh, claims that connected him with a 14 year old minor. Um, oh, I think it was Thursday or Friday um, on Twitter. Uh, there was a bunch of tweets that were put out by a bunch of verified sources um, that parties, closely associated to Wander franco have been quoted as saying it is very or it is highly unlikely that wonder franco will ever play major league baseball again
1: oh shit so he's out
0: yeah um because i don't think it's one of those situations where the photos were photoshopped um there's actual photographic proof out there it's it has since been pulled down off the internet but um the Dominican authorities are are in possession of several photos that show or are allegedly show Wander Franco kissing this fourteen year old. And then I believe, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, it could be you know more fluff that's been added to the mill. But uh, there was another there was a second minor that came forward that said that they had been inappropriately touched by Wander Franco and. I'm like, okay, well, we'd like to think that it's innocent until proven guilty, but at this point, just like with any other judicial system in the country, you're guilty until proven innocent. So, um, but here's the thing: public court of, or the the court of public opinion is going to hold him responsible regardless as to whether or not he's clear to these charges. Um, the man's career is over. He's he's never gonna. I mean, he's he's never going to play professional baseball again. Um, if he does, it's going to be in the Dominican. Um, or, or at the very least, he's going going to go to jail. Um, I think MLB at this point, once it, uh, the Dominican officials make a definitive decision on um, Franco's future, or as it relates to these charges or these allegations, I stand by what I said last week. I think you should permanently ban him from the game.
1: Yeah. Rightfully so. There,
0: there's, there is no restrictive. You you are now permanently banned.
1: If they already had the evidence and everything, I think they should actually had done it like as soon as they got all the evidence and everything, and bam, he's out. Well, I mean, what do they have to do? It's like, oh, did Chris Hansen show up at your house? Well, here's the thing.
0: You know, you get these guys that, that uh you know they pop hot for performance enhancing drugs um or they they come down on some other kind of suspension you know for for some other violation of the of the of the rules they're always left with with the avenue of appeal i think mlb did the right thing by putting him on the restricted list because what you're potentially doing i mean optically you, 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 baseball had they allowed him to appeal the decision and play through this investigation?
1: Oh, that would have been um, fucked,
0: dude. It, it would have been a nightmare. Uh, it would have been a public relations nightmare for Major League Baseball. Oh, uh, the yeah, raise. Uh, Wander Franco would have had to have had extra security.
2: Oh, they would have never recovered from that.
0: No, and MLB. on top of that, just, just you know the amount of you know, i mean just every play the players that are dads mm-hmm. in that clubhouse i mean at this point i would oh, have walked out no i mean
1: i mean they're starting to get a dads, bit I've profit. been allowed
0: to have their kids come in the clubhouse <laughs> which you know kids of major league baseball players that's like that's one of the perks of the job right? yeah you, you get locker room access you get to hang out with other ball players yeah you know um i mean you you're you're, your dad can like score you a ton of cool ass autographs you know Yeah. yeah but with Wander franco being in the locker room i mean those those would not have been a thing um
1: I mean, he, even if there was like a school nearby, they would have to move the goddamn stadium. Yeah, a- I mean, at this point,
0: I, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of leaning towards the whole. He's not. He's not. He's not ever going to get reinstated. He's never going to play major league baseball again. And you know, it, I'm not going to say that he was generational talent, but the guy had he had talent. He was good. <laughs> Um and it's just a shame that he threw the entire thing away over some shitty decision making. And you know, it's uh if if it if it if if the evidence is supported and the allegations are proven and he's convicted, I I hope and pray that not necessarily that they put him in gen pop, but that he goes away. Oh yeah. (laughs) That he goes away. And, you know, or they beat him or daddy.
1: I'm saying just put him in Gen pop. They'll take care of it. Oh,
3: yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I mean, there's that, too. But, you I know, mean, I,
1: did I did an episode on uh Stephen uh, Sanderson. I was that guy that uh, every I fucked up. And I've been telling everybody the same story that uh, Steve Samerson's did. Uh, Steve Samerson was the guy that uh ended up uh uh killing his celly because he was a pedophile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and mean, he was already had like life imprisonment so he's like yeah, he was never getting out. Yeah, he was never getting out. So he's like, "Nah, I'll kill this motherfucker. Killed him." Well, he did it because the guy
2: kept bragging about it and he's oh, yeah. like, I can't take it that he's bragging about it.
1: Yeah, and what's sad is that scenario happened like in 2009. Same scenario, exact scenario. Yeah, and I thought. I thought for the longest time, I thought that was the guy that uh that did it, and apparently this just happens so constantly. Yeah.
0: All right. So um, off track. Twenty two minutes ago, this was released. The Yankees are expected to promote outfielder Everson uh, Pereira and infielder Oswald Peraza, From Triple A Scranton Wilkes Barre, source told uh, MLB.com's Brian Hawk on Monday, both players are expected to be in uniform Tuesday night uh, uh, for Tuesday night series opener against the Nationals. Uh, The club has not yet confirmed the moves. Um, Let's see here: Prairie was the number eighty prospect, and the number and the Yankees number three prospect in their pipeline. Paraza was the number two for New York. Uh, He wasn't even in the top 100 for MLB, but uh, let me see here. Corresponding moves have not yet been or have yet to be announced. So basically, by promoting these two, they're going to have to send somebody. They're going to have to send two people down Yeah, um, or designate them for assignment. Because, dude, I'm, I'm telling you, it's... It's, it's it's a bad look, man. Um the Yankees just were not the Yankees this weekend, like at all. Um I mean you expect Giancarlo Stanton to go up there and just swing, but he looked stupid this weekend. Um he was actually benched on Sunday for the series finale and brought in to pinch hit. Um
1: when are they going to change out the general manager? If this is a uh, their big problem,
0: well, here's the thing: Brian Cashman, I, he's there. I mean, he's either got some dirt on the on the on the Steinbrenner boys or something. I have no idea. Um, I mean, Yankee media and Yankees fans, uh, you know, I mean they they would point towards you know injuries or whatever. But Judge is back and he's healthy. Um, Stanton's been healthy um it just is for whatever reason I mean they're just not performing and I'm not complaining about it at all <laughs> yep but um you know it's it's it kind of takes some of the fun out of the rivalry you know
3: <laughs> <And it's, laughs>
0: Like come on guys, put at least a I mean, little. I mean they beat them like 7 to 3 Friday night. Beat them 8 to 1 Saturday night. And then uh last night's game was um uh, what was last night's game? Hold on, I can't remember. Um, <laughs> they were 1 and 9
2: in their last 10 games.
0: Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um you hear they beat them 6 to 5 on uh, uh yesterday. I mean and then that game actually kind of went back and forth. Um but you know and there was a lot of fireworks in that game. I mean there was no bench clearing brawls or anything like that. I mean it wasn't Seattle Houston, but it it was, you know, like there was an uh, so okay. <laughs> Let me let me pull up this website here. All right. So you remember, Chris, last week we had that discussion about umpires changing the outcome of the games, you know, yes. having a material effect on the games. Um, all right, so there's a uh, there's a website out there. It's umps or, or umpscorecards.com. Um <clears throat> They 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 rate, umpiring crews, or or yeah. umpires just in general.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, yesterday, Junior Valentine was the home plate umpire for the Yankees Red Sox game. He, wow, dude, it was, it was horrendous. Um. let me see here he ranked his 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 total let me see here so what they do is they rate they they gave him an accuracy rating of 95.2 for yesterday's game and there is absolutely no way that that was a 95.2 accuracy um it, The announcers for both radio and television for both the Yankees and the Red Sox were absolutely just on this guy. Alex Cora got ejected from the game yesterday because of this guy. I mean, it just (coughs) atrocious. I mean, we're calling. I mean, he missed he missed a middle middle pitch and called it a ball, straight down the pipe, split the plate. On two different axes, and he missed the call. Is
2: so, he yeah, Angel Hernandez's uh, protege?
0: I mean, I would think so because, dude it it was, it was bad yesterday, and he 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 was having an, a material, he, yeah, I mean, he was absolutely having a material effect on the out uh, on the outcome of the game. And it was just, oh.
2: Yeah, speaking of Angel Hernandez, there was a video I saw. uh, Was it uh, this past weekend? I want to say it was a game he called, actually, I think yesterday, uh, 22 missed calls that he had. And Mm -hmm. there were, he was calling strikes where they, that was, Cut so far out of the zone that, that that he he you couldn't have reached it if you took three steps out and then swung and he was calling a strike on it. Jesus. Yeah. Um, it's it was
1: yeah, 22 missed calls that he had. Can't they make right. a they, they have to make a list so they can get this guy fired and canned?
2: The unions, man, their union will not allow it
0: and ump ump scorecards. They have Angel Hernandez because he called a game on the sixteenth of this of this month, uh, just last week.
2: That's probably the one I was thinking about. I'm sorry.
0: They gave him a ninety-two point one percent rating.
2: There's no way.
0: Yeah, I mean, There's absolutely no not. Way. I mean, to 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 be completely and totally fair, um, Will Fleming he helps do the the color commentary, play by play with Joe Castiglione on the uh, W E E I broadcast for the Boston. Uh, calls right yeah he cited this website yesterday he says he he references this website regularly when he's talking about the accuracy of home plate umpires and he said that if they give him a good grade he will never reference that website again oh if they give angel hernandez no if if they gave junior uh, valentine oh yeah yeah a good rating and they gave him a 95 for yesterday and i'm like there's absolutely no way that he had a 95 percent accuracy rating for that game yesterday because he was missing pitches that were a good six to seven inches outside the strike zone. Yeah. And then on top of that, he uh you know he um please yeah um and on top of all of that he uh you know he he had that one strike down the middle just just completely missed it and he had a he had a, a play, a call overturned at home plate. Um, Yankees. It was the eighth inning, and or the bottom of the eighth. Uh, Yankees had uh, Isaiah Isaiah Falefa. He was on third, and uh, you know there was a, uh, you know there was a, a line drive base hit, or he was on second. There was a line drive base hit to the outfield. Rob Ress, uh, Snyder. Fielded the ball. Isaiah Kainer-Falefa Kiner, was coming to third to, to to advance, right? Well, Ref Snyder slips. He doesn't drop the ball. He just slips, right? So it kind of delays the throw coming back in. So Kiner falefa decides he's going to break for the plate. Well, Rob Ref Snyder throws the ball in. Trevor Story makes the relay and throws an absolute strike to Connor Wong. Uh... To you know who's who's behind the plate. He sets up in front of the plate like you're supposed to. The throw carried him over, right? So according to the letter of the rule, he gave Kiner Falefa a lane. Yeah. Right. Junior Valentine called him safe. Yankees are supposedly take the lead six to five at this point. Red Sox are like, wait, because Connor Wong immediately contested the call. Yeah. He's like, no, no, this is bullshit. Red Sox at this point who are without Alex Cora because he had already been, he already got ejected. Are, thing. They're like, hey, review it. You know, they put their hands up. They're like, review it. So it goes to New York to the replay booth. They take a solid seven or eight minutes to review that call. And then there was some confusion so they came back and they couldn't exactly get like you know the decision right because n- now at that point New York is challenging whether or not their runner was given a lane. So they're they're trying to say that the run should count because he was not given a lane. So they go back under the hood and they're conversing with the replay officials in New York. And uh they, they finally come back and they're like the call on the t- on the field is overturned and the run will not count. He, the, the, the runner was given a lane. New York loses their challenge. So Boston challenged the safe call. That was overturned. And then New York decided that they wanted to throw their hat in the ring and say, well, we're going to challenge it and say that he didn't have a lane. Yeah, And then, and then when the officials went back and looked – like yeah, he had the lane because legally, according to the rule, the throw can carry you into the into the path of the runner. You just can't set up. Yeah, in the lane, <clears throat> and so the replay. I mean, it was bang bang, right? The replay shows Connor Wong's catcher's mitt catching the spikes on a kind of a, a, a Falefa's uh, shoe. Yeah, because his his foot was up off the ground and the sh- and the glove, his catcher's mitt caught the spikes before he even crossed the plane of the plate. Oh wow. Yeah. And dude, I'm telling you, New York shouldn't have even come back and tied that game yesterday because it it, it he, they were squeezing the strike zone on well he was squeezing the strike zone for the Red Sox pitchers so they were having to basically throw them over the middle and of course what is new york doing they're hitting bombs with it right yeah and uh you know so i'm just like really in this in this website gave him a good a good like a 95.4 percent rating yesterday i'm like are you kidding
2: me who runs that website i wonder
0: I don't know.
2: Um, That might be something to look at.
0: Yeah. Let me see here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My lovely wife has brought me taco soup for dinner. Yay. With some homemade cornbread and it's buttered. Um, (laughs) So it just says the data behind. I see the, uh, the the at UMP scorecards archive. The data behind the popular Twitter platform upscore upsc- uh, cards—that's
2: um, so fishy to be that far off. Like that's yeah, I, yeah. Or or you'd have to look at at how they're calculating it
0: because there's no way. It says uh, so on their about us page. Um, It's an online platform dedicated to measuring the accuracy, consistency, and favor of MLB umpires. It is not affiliated with Major League Baseball. Ethan Singer is the founder, co-owner, and technical director of UMP Scorecards. He is an undergrad at Boston University studying statistics, computer science, and public policy. You can find more of his work and his resume on his personal website. You can reach him at. Oh, we're gonna blast him! Oh, here you go, Singer. I'm sorry. Come here. Come hither. From here. From here. Thank you. Okay. Um, you can reach him at SingerEp. That's S-I-N-G-E-R-E-P at bu. Ethan Schwartz. So figures it would be a couple of Ethans, right? Ethan Schwartz is the co-owner and business director of Ump or at Ump Scorecards. He's an undergrad at the University of Pennsylvania studying mechanical engineering. You can reach him at Ethan K Schwartz at gmail.com. Their history. They started as a Reddit or on Reddit in October of 2019, covering the MLB postseason. At the time, graphics were made by hand. Uh, data was downloaded manually. A Python script was run to generate summary statistics, and the results were entered into a uh, uh, an Adobe Illustrator template. These early graphics emphasize the frequency of incorrect calls and not much else. And then it shows what their first. I still
1: wonder where they're pulling their numbers from, though. Yeah, I, I have no uh, idea. What's no, wait, not pulling the numbers more or less. How they judge the stuff and what what kind of uh, uh, point scheme they have for that kind of uh, thing, because it just if you have that many, I mean, look at the stuff that that's on my uh, USAA insurance little point thing for my car. The only thing yeah. that judges horse breaking, and if I'm using a uh, hands free, which I think is kind of ridiculous, but you know it's understandable since you know I'm on the <laughs> road. And I'm- phone though. If you drop your phone, it's counted as as a
2: phone handling. Like I had because I, I I use USA and I use that app, and I had my my cell phone holder mm-hmm. fell off because of, of the adhesive like ran out. Everything's been so hot; yeah. it literally melted all that, but it fell off of the, the the windshield and fell down. That counted mm. as five phone handlings. It fell one time, but because oh, wow. it bounced around a little bit, it counted it as five different ha- phone handlings.
1: Well, in touch- my, I mean, yeah. Well, my point in general is I went to South Dakota and traveling along periods of time, uh, you know, in a thousand miles. You go up there, you come back. I had, I had a like a score of a hundred, and then I would took that trip, and now my score is at seventy five. How is this
3: actually? Fucking
1: that's what I'm saying. It, it's it can easily be skewed. That's
2: why it, it's yeah. It, it's concerning to me that they're not being more forthright in their, uh, their methods of collection.
0: And see, that's that- concerning because I just switched to USA. And, uh, you know, because unlike Gronkowski, we are special. <laughs> um, and
3: my wife yeah, signed a test. If big you
0: pilot program, so I've got to download that app.
1: Yeah. yeah. If, if yeah. Long it as long as. It will save you, like, because my yeah. original, oh, my original price mine is like, yeah, m- mine originally is like uh, $130. And with that app and everything, it's knocked down to like $119 yeah you're you're gonna save money on it and it's not that hard not to like
2: if i have my phone and my cell phone holder up there and i'm like i have spotify going and i'm skipping songs and stuff like i'll turn the the phone on and skip songs it doesn't Mm -hmm. count any of that it's it's wanting to know if your phone is actually in your hand like it, it tracks the movement of the phone itself not the screen yeah now, right. if you're calling as well, it will say you've had, uh, two percent of your of your trip what you was spent on the phone or something like that, like hands free, and it counts it as hands free calling. Yeah, but no, it's 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 good. Like I said, it it, it it's it's only an issue of, of of you know, it doesn't always take things into account. It's very black and white. Yeah.
1: But my thing on you that also, though is,
2: you could just is, by saying that you were a passenger. And, and why
1: can't so. why can't you have this for the umpires? I mean, it's they black have. and white. It's fucked they up. It's like, ro- who have the robotic, who ro- have the robotic system in place
2: that can that can actually okay. keep track of that? I don't think that they're using that. Like, you no. have you have a system in place that could objectively say. Yes, they missed this call. No, they get this right. You know, there's a system in place for those numbers that he's quoting. They are not using that system. They can't be using that system. And if they're not using that system, what system are they using to say what is and isn't correct?
1: Yeah, I guess you're right on that.
0: Because I'm looking on right while you while you guys are talking. Um. Let's see here. I'm trying to find out where MLB gets their ratings.
1: Yeah,
3: or well, what, 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 what?
1: What do you think the point scale on that is? Like, uh, they only get like.
0: Well, I mean, because everybody starts. Okay, so it's based on percentages, right? So it's, it's yeah. I understand that. Well, all right, so it's so what they do is the number of games you call up to that point it's so they 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 figure it almost like a batting average right because it constantly updates itself so you figure on the average umpires are having to see anywhere from 260 to 350 pitches per game right Mm -hmm. and that's if they're burning through their bullpens right So what they're looking at is the number. Okay. So, you know, that little graphic that you see on the screen, that little rectangle. Yeah. That's, that's the projected strike zone. Right. According to the rules it's from the top of the or from the hollow of the knee, which is just below the kneecap to the, to the letters, top of the letters on your Jersey.
3: Okay.
0: And then, it is not supposed to extend past past the black border of home plate. Okay. As far as left or right. Um. And it is supposed to be the the the, the depth of the plate. So as far as from one end to the other, I mean that's that's the you know basically the the perimeter of the of the strike zone. Pitches that are in and out of that. So like the pitches that are out counts against them pitches that are in that they call correctly help their averages go up. Um, I find it very hard to believe that junior Valentine got anywhere close to 90% yesterday.
1: Well, That's true. I mean, we're looking at the, the, the stuff there and it doesn't look like it's there. <laughs> Um, there's
0: a uh, chaosventured.com. I'm looking at. Uh, let's see here. Now, bear in mind. Yes, Junior Hernandez or Junior Junior Hernandez Junior Valentine. See, I don't think that this is accurate because. Yeah, no, it's not. It was updated in 2021, so never mind. Um, just like players, just like you and I, we can have a shit day at work. But yesterday, the the degree of bad day bled over, and I think that because both dugouts were barking at him about his strike zone, that he started to take it personally. And then when Eric Alex Cora stepped out and immediately got ejected, and then walked over anyway and got his money's worth, um, he took. I mean, he kind of made it personal. I mean, that's what it. I mean, there's, there's no two ways about it. And I think that we need to have some kind of system of checks and balances. I mean, umpires, when they have days like that, they need to be held accountable. Yeah. You know, and, and when they materially yeah. affect the outcome of a game. Why can't they fine umpires for doing stupid shit like that? Well, that, that, that's where I was heading with my points. They need to be fined.
2: It's the union. Yeah. yeah. The You will not allow it.
0: It's like, you know what? Player has a bad day. They get ejected. Manager gets ejected. That's a $10,000 fine. Yep. Right. Right off the bat, doesn't matter, ten thousand dollars. Um, if you fight, ten, you know, it's it's however, whatever they feel is appropriate. Plus, you actually miss games, which affects, you know, potential contract stipulations or contract bonuses. Yep. So, yeah. Um. But Alex Corey yesterday was standing up for his hitters standing up for his pitchers. Um, arguing balls and strikes is an automatic ejection. You just you can't do it. But when they're that egregious, I'm not much of a big Alex Cora fan this season just because I think that the way that the team is being handled is a, a little lackluster. Um, but yesterday, I mean, I will stand behind him, behind him 100% for his actions yesterday. And if I had the money, hell, I'd pay his fine for him. I wouldn't care. Right. I mean, there are been even days when, you know, Aaron Boone, the manager of the of the Yankees, gets ejected. Um, a lot of these ejections are, are, are just purely based on the fact that the strike zone is just falling apart. Now, we talked about robo-strike zones. I don't think that we need that at the major league level. But I do, I do think that we need like a limited number of free challenges for strikes, for, for, for strike zone uh, challenges. Um, if you lose it, that's it. You're done for the day, right? You know, no more challenges for the rest of the day. But you when your challenge, obviously, you get to retain it and you get to use it again later in the game. But, right. um, you know, I think that this should only be like two or three uh, strike zone challenges per team per game. Yeah, you don't don't want to even limit it to limit it to two, because you know how in the NFL you're you're limited to two challenges, two challenge flags, and and if you lose your first challenge, you lose both challenges, right? Yeah, I think that that system needs to be ported over to the to Major League Baseball for for challenging you know uh, bad strike calls in some form, yeah.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: And I mean, it should be relatively relatively easy because um i believe they've got that at the college level if i'm not mistaken i know that i've seen it in some low a ball but you know it did it, it, it's it's just it's horrendous uh the, the the officiating this year i mean even going back a couple
1: of years um you got your job well, that, that that tiktok video i sent you there they're saying like it's not just the refs it's it's a bunch of bunch of bunch of stuff that's happening in uh, MLB this year yeah it's, uh the managers are having problems it's it's like a shit storm for this year it really is um
0: but we've got like uh i think roughly just a little over a month left in the season so. Um, we're going to yeah. start seeing some of these bad umpires getting weeded out because as the as the postseason starts approaching, uh, you know the the crews that are going to start calling those postseason series, they're already starting to get tapped. Yeah. So, um, so let's kind of move on because we're we've already been at this for an hour. So, moving yeah. on to football. Um, H- here's. I'm just gonna kind of. I'm gonna run over the scores real quick, and then we're gonna run over that Baker Mayfield
1: story that you sent me. Did okay. Um, well, I also have a one for the Patriots. Uh, I should bowling, but we'll we'll get that one once
0: you yeah, get to this. Um, <laughs> I was watching that game on the NFL app, and uh, yeah, yeah. I we'll go over that here in a little bit. Um, there's still one game left to play. Um, and that is tonight uh, at seven o'clock. It's gonna be the Ravens at the Commanders. That's gonna be the Monday night football.
1: I mean the Redskins, uh, right? I'm calling the Redskins now.
0: Yeah. They're they're Redskins. Redskins. Um the Browns and the Eagles played to a tie last Thursday. Really? Eighteen to eighteen, yeah. The Cleveland Browns tied the Philadelphia Eagles, cry, Eagle fans cry. <laughs> um, tears are so
3: salty
0: oh, man. <laughs> they make your food taste so good um, the New York football Giants beat the Panthers 21-19 to uh, the Bengals and the Falcons played to a 13-13 tie see aren't you glad I squared yourself, squared you guys away whenever I was talking about the Lions and not the Bengals because you were all on that Bengal ba- bandwagon now, on that Bengal train Woo-woo, and then it hit that roadblock because of 13-13 tie to the Hotland Falcons.
2: They still oh. have a team?
3: Wow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't Fal- fold up shop. They don't. They, they don't just use the Mercedes-Benz Dome for a college. For- oh, speaking of the national championship game, it's going to be at the NRG this
1: year. Where's that?
0: It's the football stadium next to the Astrodome here in Houston, Texas. David, it's where they play several foot or se- several Super Bowls. It's home of the Houston Texans uh, practice squad that they like to throw out against active roster NFL teams every Sunday. Um, it's also where they had uh, the NCAA NCAA Men's Final Four last season. Okay. You know, yeah.
2: Any of that
3: ringing Thomas
0: a bell? featured in that travesty of a movie, 80 for Brady.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so here, I, I, propose- I, modern masters. Masters. Okay.
0: I propose this, gentlemen. Let us see what we can do to uh, attend the college football national championship game in person. We'll work on it. I don't care who's playing. Possible. I just say that we, we 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 put out the feelers, we start probing, and we start seeing what we got to do
1: in order to make that a reality. Because that's going to be in like Dezem- uh, December or January. January. January.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's still going to be tough because I got to pick up more. April the- 24th, if I'm not mistaken.
0: The...
2: Only thing that I could see it coming up against as far as me would be SHOT Show. Oh, yeah. Well, that's mid-January. That might, that might be the only sticking point. But we'll see. We can start figuring it out. Yeah. But, yes, that would be awesome.
1: But.
0: There's another strange thing. Oh, that no, I'm you... so sorry. I am sorry. I was mistaken completely. I saw the billboard for it, and I was driving. I saw where it was going to be. I didn't see the date. January 8th.
2: Oh, see? There you go. I might could make that happen. That's I mean that mean that two, we... two semifinal
0: games will be played. One uh, on January 1st. The National Championship game will be played at 7 p.m., on January eighth, twenty twenty four, at NRG Stadium in Houston, Texas,
2: the
3: real right.
0: sticking point is
2: going to be how much is that ticket going to cost.
0: That's yeah. why it's that hard now.
2: <laughs> that's that's the only. Yeah. Well, it's not the only potential sticking point, but it is a major possible
1: the way the gas price is going up that might be a bigger factor now what biden economics
3: what are you talking about about
2: it's doing
1: great bidenomics or right i mean we have to be be
2: doing good
0: good. we're sending 42 f-16s over to ukraine yeah
2: i mean we can only afford to pay 700 dollars to each you know survivor in hawaii but we can send you know 20 something billion over to to ukraine yeah. I mean, or wasn't it, wasn't that bill that he, he had, it was 12 billion for Hawaii and it was 24 billion for Ukraine that was hidden in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Might've um, been, you know, cause you got to continue to pay the
1: oligarchy. Yeah. You know, of course.
3: Yeah. Well, okay. Anybody-
1: Go ahead. Uh yeah, just this just popped up. Michigan uh, Jim Harbro to serve self-imposing suspension in NCAA case seeking resolution. He's the uh, coach of Michigan uh, College, the Mich- Michigan Michigan College, Michigan University, the Wolverines.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Apparently, he have was- beaten um, Ohio State. That's I- all I'm. Or
1: no. Well they're talking about the well, and everything. they played George in the semifinal last year. He's doing a it's a level 1 violation. Yeah, apparently he lied on some stuff. I don't know. It's not giving me full information on here. Uh did oh, no. not need no, no. investigators. Uh I don't know. That's that was. Yeah, it's it's not giving me any kind of information on here. It's just it's just saying he misleaded and uh, misled. Yeah. Misled. Well, none of our fans follow
0: Big Blue and um, none of them follow the Ohio State University. So, I mean, I could be wrong there. But I'm pretty sure none of them back the blue. So, yeah, it's the blue of Michigan. The Wolverines. I mean, we yes. all back here, right? Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, uh, David sent me a link. Let me jump into that article real quick. Um, and yeah, we're going to run a little bit long this week, folks, just because we're not going to have a joke time with segment or a joke time with Colin segment this week. Um, it's, a. it's a school night. He's staying with his grandparents. Um, not my parents but hers and uh yeah so we're just going to we're going to pass on that but you're uh, not yeah. because the uh the the moral questionability of uh of this show will will, be, will will remain intact you just wait yeah, i don't want to i don't want to hear
1: did you know what he kind of jokes he tells on the internets
0: no it's uh It's a long story that'll be had off air. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so Baker Mayfield appears to be in two battles this summer. The Tampa Bay quarterback is fighting for the starting job with Kyle Trask, but he's now also fighting with family members over lost money, according to KXAN in Austin, Texas. Mayfield and his wife, this is coming from Yahoo Sports, by the way, so um, on the byline, it is Tyler Greenwald and Chris Swick. That's what I'm going with. Anyways, uh, Mayfield and his wife, Emily, petitioned an Austin, Texas court Tuesday to begin depositions for a lawsuit against six companies, two of which Camwood Capital Management Group, LLC, and Camwood Ventures, LP, were founded by Mayfield's father, James Mayfield. Now, Mayfield and his wife want those companies to, to, to turn over financial reports from 2018 to 23 so that they can figure out what happened to roughly $12 million they invested in those companies the mayfields don't know if their money has been properly or, com- or competently invested and has been stolen or otherwise misappropriated or something in between according to the petition now the petition is not a lawsuit though that could be coming in the future depending on how the company companies respond to the request now camwood capital the company at the center of the potential lawsuit managed mayfield's brand and finances since he was at oklahoma according to a 2019 article from the atlantic or from the uh, athletic now, protecting the money we're earning, or quote, protecting the money we're earning is number one. I've always been on, or been one to save it, uh, Mayfield said in, an art, in the article. For me, it's protecting the money by surrounding yourself with good people. Now, Mayfield is asking for financial records starting in 2018, the year that he was drafted by the Cleveland Browns with the first pick of the NFL draft. Now, Mayfield signed a four-year, $32 million deal with the Browns before his rookie season, Mayfield was traded to the Carolina Panthers in 2022 after a shoulder injury uh, limited his produc- er, production. In 2021, he played seven games with the Panthers before getting released. Mayfield signed then with the Ra- uh, with the Rams, where he started four games down the stretch. If you remember correctly, he went in there not even knowing what the playbook was, and on his first time touching the field in a Rams uniform, took him down there for a tutty. It was impressive. Yeah. So. Uh, but Mayfield opted to sign with the Buccaneers after hitting free agency. He's locked into a competition with who backed up Tom Brady the past two season, uh, seasons. That competition is nearing its conclusion. Um, I don't blame the guy. I really don't. Um, kind of sounds but, like what happened with Dan Cook. Ah, uh, yeah, Dan Cook. Also, the whole Britney Spears thing. I don't say. I don't. I'm not saying that it went as far as a conservatorship, and uh, you're definitely not going to see. Baker Mayfield uh, dancing around in his, in his underwear on Instagram. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I think this is a situation where the money was just too much for dad to ignore. Um, yeah. Instead of doing the right thing, doing the moral thing, and doing the thing that you were contracted to do by your son, who is helping you to afford the lifestyle that you're becoming accustomed, accustomed to, he decided that he wanted to go go down to Taco Bell late at night, get himself a Baja Blast and a chalupa, and decided to take twelve million dollars over the course of a few years. Only thing is, is that uh, you know, kind of like the guys from Office Space, he forgot to he forgot to move the decimal point. <laughs> wow, uh, that was uh, you. You like how I eventually got to that point? That was that was pretty good, right?
1: <laughs> that that was a decent reference.
0: <laughs> point. um but yeah, i if 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 the financial records show and i mean obviously they're going to have some, they're going to have their their lawyers, they're going to have a CPA, they're going to have some kind of like forensic accountant take a look at those books because you can tell if numbers have been moved around and everything like that because we're talking about financial records. we're talking from buying office supplies all the way down to transactions for you know investments yeah Um, so everything that came in has to be accounted for not only what's present in the accounts but what was spent and what it was spent on and i mean they're gonna have to provide receipts they're gonna have to provide transaction records they're i mean it, it, it's it's gonna potentially be a little messy and if it's proven that his dad took 12 million dollars i mean that's a shame that is shameful i yeah. mean do i think baker mayfield will get that 12 million dollars back eventually probably not um it would it would at take points. point it's it's about the principle um <clears throat> me I don't think that I could throw my dad in jail for $12 million, but I can guarantee you that it would definitely cause a, uh, a permanent rift, you know, um, over $12 million because I mean, it's, we're not talking about, okay, we've established that you're a whore. Now we're just negotiating price. Yeah. (laughs) You were entrusted with a large sum of money. Um, you know, I mean, it was a question of his dad needing to make ends meet because he made some bad betting decisions. And then you know, hey, come clean about it. You know, don't don't try to cover it up and take twelve million dollars of your son's money, especially when your son's not that good. I mean, he's 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 a he's a starting quarterback. He has he has the skill set to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Is he a top tier? Is he an elite? No, he's not an elite but he's a starting quarterback and there's only 32 people in the, in the world can, that can say that. Yeah. You know, on, on any given weekend, but, um, you know, it. I really hope that the money is found, but if it's found that it was spent improperly it, or that it was stolen, absolutely. I, I think that just like with Wander Franco, I think legal, ramifications need to need to come into play here um because at the end of the day man i mean as a parent don't steal from your kid yeah i mean the three of us are dads and we couldn't even i can't even fathom the level of betrayal that would come that that would just be broadcast through the eyes of that of, of my child if they realized that i had stolen something from them but like the amount of trust that would have been violated one fell swoop to never be regained again, it's mind blowing. Yeah, you can never come back from that. <coughs> I mean, yeah, I mean that's 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 a bridge that not only doesn't get rebuilt, but the foundation is so unstable that you might as well just flood it out and turn it into a into a into a reservoir because you're not going to be able to build on that ground again. Nope. Yeah. Um it's I, mean, I can't even I, I i just i can't I can't even um speaking of parents and parental rights and things of that nature uh Michael orr from the uh from the blind side story this guy hasn't been working in the NFL since 2018 um because he can't pass a physical <laughs> And now, all of a sudden, here it is, the year of our Lord, 2023. He wants to sue the Toy family, saying, I didn't make a dime off of that money. And they lied. Well, no, I they didn't. actually lie. Because if you go back and watch the movie, they didn't actually adopt him because he was too old. The whole yeah. Sandra Bullock exchange thing. They entered him into a conservatorship because he was already... Um, I think he was either 17 or 18 at the time. I think it was 17. Yeah, 17. So he was entered into a conservatorship. They didn't steal money from him. In fact, uh Mr. Toy came forward and was like, you know what, we're just gonna end the conservatorship because obviously he wants to cut ties. You know, the reason why they had the conservatorship on him in the first place is to help him manage that kind of money because when he got drafted and went to go play for the Ravens um and then he played for a couple of other teams i forget uh, which ones but he uh he obviously didn't spend his money well no nah, because here it is 2023 the man's broke and he's trying to get his last hurrah 15 minutes by suing the family that kept him from you know, living in the ghettos of Memphis. Right. And, and then, and then the co- cancel culture that never ceases to amaze started screaming that Sandra Bullock should have to return her Emmy for portraying Mrs. Toy.
1: Actually, she won an Oscar.
0: I said Emmy. Okay. So Emmy saw so Oscar, whatever. Thank you, David. David corrected me. Holy shit. What happened there?
2: This Emmy is
1: that that's that's frightening. Emmys are for TV. The only thing is that
0: the uh, AVN definitely. awards are for the videos that you watch.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're you're acting like you're like, I got you now, and I'm like, yeah. No, did I it.
0: deliver that with a uh, with an arrow?
1: are the same time as the show. I story.
0: got your ass. I got you. No, I he watches you. those videos, too. Oh, yeah.
2: What
3: did you
0: say?
2: He watches those videos, too. The, oh, hey, me. buddy, I
0: got your ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got
2: you. Okay. <laughs>
3: that's
2: a specific category within the ABN.
3: Yeah, Right,
0: yeah. David constantly downloads the wrong full metal jacket. <laughs>
1: Private pile, what the fuck is this? It's what a pop. The fuck is yeah. this? <laughs> by the way, the SHOT Show. It's a
2: penis drill, Sergeant.
1: <laughs> by the way, SHOT Show and the ABAs are technically in the same time frame. Yes, they are, and I do not want to
2: talk about it at all. I don't want to even have to think about that.
3: Is that bad?
1: Oh, no.
2: We have. Okay. I don't even know if I can tell this
1: off the show. Uh, I'll tell you, you off, show. off the show. I want to hear it now, oh, yeah. Once we get when, once once my
0: it's, wife gets our website up and running and gets our merch store, we might sell a VIP package to where we get like after show access.
2: Oh, bro,
1: yeah. Well, we Especially can do that on Patreon.
2: Like, yeah, we 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 absolutely should.
1: We should do a or Patreon like,
2: and, and, and <laughs> give them the a little BTS of our, uh, <laughs> our cleanup part afterward. Or and before Yes,
0: you you're thinking of, David. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I blinked out after he said the uh, uh, words. So I do that. You blink out while you're saying words. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> and it's hard to do interviews because I watch that yeah, shit. I not watched that shit when I uh, edit Mm -hmm. What did you just say? (laughs) He has no clue. It's already in the ether.
3: It's gone. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Anyways.
0: Submitted for your approval. (laughs) Okay, so um, the uh, Patriots and the uh, uh, Packers were playing this past Saturday. And uh, they had to cancel the game i think with like uh 13 32 or something like that left in the fourth quarter 1308 or something like that because um rookie their rookie cornerback got stretchered off of the field um isaiah bolden um he 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 uh, let me see here. He flew back with the team on Sunday, Belichick told WEEI on Monday morning. He said, quote, I talked to Isaiah on Sunday. He's in good spirits, recovering, obviously, so we'll just take it day to day. But he certainly seems a lot better today than it looked like Saturday night, so that's a good thing. It's good for him to fly back with the team and everyone to see him. He's got a lot of support here. He was injured with 10:38 uh, remaining in the fourth quarter. Um... It was a third-and-seven play. Bolden was looking to tackle Packers wideout uh, Malik Heath when he when he took friendly fire from teammate, uh, teammate Calvin Munson. Bolden was hit in the head, fell to the ground, and did not move afterwards. Bolden was then placed on a stretcher and carted off the field. That was the final play of the game as both teams agreed to end the contest. Now, I think the only reason why we're seeing things like that is because after the DeMar Hamlin incident last year, I oh, scared yeah. everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, he was taken to, I mean, he, he they announced that he was he had, still had feeling in all of his extremities. Um, he was taken to the local hospital there in Green Bay for further tests and observation. Um, they released him, and he flew back with the team on Sunday. So that's 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 good. There, um, you know, it's with the way that with as fast and as hard as the players hit um, in today's game. I think form tackling should be made an absolute premium. Um, you know, not just suspend players for making contact at the head, or I mean, um, eject players for making contact with it. I think you should find them and maybe yeah. suspend them for a couple of weeks without pay. You know, yeah, um, yeah. and before well, you get reinstated, before you get reinstated, you have to go in front of an NFL board. And show that you know how to make a proper form tackle. Yep. Because I mean, it, at the end of the day, that's the only thing that's going to make this thing—you know—make make concussions, make paraly- uh, um, paralyzing inj- injuries drop significantly. And we're not talking about wearing those guardian pads on top of the helmets. I, I'm, you know, they do that in the preseason during practices and things like that, but. I mean oh, these players. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, right? Dad, I, I, I don't know because, I mean, if it was completely effective, then they would be the, the NFL would have mandated that they be in the regular season during
1: a game. Yeah. Okay. Well, you also uh, got to take in the factor of accidents. I mean, if if the true. person moves, okay, uh, okay, so you're, so you're going with the movement. Mm-hmm. I mean, whenever I'm ta- uh, whenever I was training for uh, uh, tower uh, stuff. When I was taking shots, they we were always saying, always writing the report, aim for center mass. But if his head gets shots, he jumps, my bad. Right.
0: So that being said, yeah, every every situation needs to be reviewed. So when they when they when they do the review to determine whether or not you know, a player made contact with the head whether it's, you know, okay, well, this was inadvertent, this was an accident, this was a football injury, or this was a malicious intent. Then we go from there. Um, But I I, I honestly do not, I do not think that we're going to see a significant drop-off, I mean, a notable drop-off with just equipment alone. Um,
1: It's definitely going to... it's, it's not going to be equipment. It's it's more studies on... We should have more studies on the human brain and how a lot of things affect it. That's all that
0: we, they've been doing. Okay? And we've got neurologists in this country that specialize in concussion protocols. Um, there, there's been several golfers that have seen this one. I cannot think of his name off the top of my head. Dale Earnhardt Jr. went to go see him on his own accord and has recommended him to... Other drivers, um, other professional athletes, see this guy. He, he he operates out of Pennsylvania or out of Pittsburgh, I believe. But um, it, it it's the reason why the the equipment is evolving the way that it is. You see four different types of helmets on the field now, and you see different types of pads. Um, it's because they are they're analyzing G forces. They're analyzing impact. They're analyzing the amount of joules of energy that are transferred from one moving object to another in the name of trying to get these concussions down. Um, But I think that you can only go so far with equipment. I think that it's, is down to the player and how the players are coached because even starting out at the peewee level, you've got coaches that are just out there teaching kids how to use their pads for, as weapons, just if for the name of the big hit, get out there and clean that kid's clock, knock yeah. him on his ass.
2: Yeah. They're, not wrong. they're chasing the highlight reel.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're, they're out there trying to get that top 10 um, best plays on sports center. Yep. And that's not what it's about. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if, 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 if your road bad. to glory is paved through the light, through the welfare of another player and the longevity of their career, in that sport, you need to find something else to do.
1: Yep. Yeah, they're that, that not in it for the right reasons. Yeah, exactly. Right. But you know, that was another thing I was going to talk about. Is most of the, I mean, you could have like a concussion when you're like, I mean, I was seeing kids starting out playing football when they're in like elementary. Yeah. And, and if you keep on doing that, you. A lot of these people I was like, oh, we gotta start them young. I was like, no, you gotta start them probably around in my opinion, they should actually play football. They should go through the training. Like, if you're gonna play high school football, if we you want your kid to, you know, excel, start at a high school football, and then they get that training and everything. Maybe if you know if if they have talent and whatnot, and they go actually on the field. But mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta start st- stopping using these kids as, or using the kids as a. Oh, I wish this is what I wish my life would have been.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. that's what a lot of parents. Uh, are yeah, parents
0: cannot, are cannot live vicariously through the athletic endeavors of their children. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I was talking- at baseball. I love the game of baseball, and I sucked at it all through school. Got cut from every team I tried out for in in, in school. Colin hands down way better of a ball player than I ever was. Mm-hmm. And I want him to continue playing it because he enjoys the game. Oh yeah. He's, he, he loves playing the game. I'm out there. I, I had him bring his ball glove with him this weekend. I'm out there in the backyard throwing around, you know, throwing around a catch with him and you know, we're back there just zipping the ball back and forth with zero effort and we're just having a carrot we're just carrying on a complete conversation while we're just taking in the sound of a ball popping a glove you know yep you know and and it took a lot of work it took a lot of practice it took a lot of effort took a lot of dedication and it took a lot of hours for us to get to that point um you know as far as his accuracy is concerned um Phone keeps reminding me the Houston Astros are hosting the Boston Red Sox and the game's about to start. Shut up, phone. Shut the yeah, phone I'm bitter. I'm fucking salty. And if you have any means necessary to transfer a ticket to the game tomorrow night or Wednesday night, by all means, make it happen. You can reach me at Johnny Skelton on Facebook, SocksDaddy77 on TikTok, or OldNSF, or that's N November Foxtrot Sierra Grunt on Twitter. Please, by all means, send me to the ball game. Please.
2: What time does the game start? In a
0: minute, like seven.
2: So if you meet me at my apartment tomorrow at 6.30, I'll be able to get you tickets.
0: You live in San Antonio.
2: Is that an excuse? That sounds like an excuse, Johnny.
0: Do you want the tickets or not? Not if there's a black leather couch involved.
1: (laughs) Damn it, it works for David. I mean... (laughs) It works for me. For like, you know how how often it is that I get like even touched by anybody else. It's a long time. You can say, "Hey, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you a candy bar." Pfft, I'm jumping in that van.
0: So if it says free Red Sox tickets or free ammo on the side of that white van, you're never gonna see me again.
2: Free ammo? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Free tacos, free ammo. Uh Yeah, okay.
0: Oh, I've started looking for uh, an AR-based um, magazine-fed semi-automatic shotgun
1: for the house. Nice. I still want a Mothberg.
0: Gorgeous. I've seen Mothberg those. actually makes an AR-based magazine-fed shotgun. I just don't feel like paying like $600 for it.
1: <laughs> That's bare bones. Actually, a yeah. lot of the, yeah, a lot of the-, comes
0: with the, 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 the barrel, it's an, I, I read about them this morning. The, the barrel has the M system on it, and there's a flat top for um, a red dot on, on the top.
1: Nice.
2: Yeah. If you get it like all, all dulled up, yeah, you're talking 1200 easy.
0: Mm hmm. Um, Brunelli makes one that's about $1,200 bare bones.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But no. it also has a double stack magazine. Yeah.
1: I've, I've been dreaming about that one.
0: Because I'm like, man, I've seen these 12 gauge. And, and, and there's, a, also- there's a couple of companies out there. The, they've got a 12 gauge AR platform that is um, capable of, of, of handling two and a half inch and three inch slugs. So you can run, it'll chew through both of those.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice. And I'm just sitting there going. But I also, I've also been hearing a lot of problems with the AR platform. Well, any kind of platform for, uh, like that, unless it's like a pump action or anything. Well, I've got the pump action here at the house, but I've also been
0: looking, I've also been toying with the idea of getting a bull pup.
2: Um... I'm not sold on on the whole bullpup design. I'm
0: not either, but like I said, I'm going to do my homework on it. Um, I'm more than likely going to have to make a couple of trips to some of the area gun stores to see if they've got any in stock just so I can get my hands on one. Just to see kind of how they feel, how they balance out. Just kind of look at the mechanics on it. Um, I mean, bullpup obviously has been tried and, you know, tested and tried and trued and everything. I mean, it's been proven on the battlefield because... That's what the British Army uses. They use bullpup rifles.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: So it's I mean, e- with, F- a bullpup, with a bullpup, with bullpup shotgun, I mean it's the same process as far as chambering and ejecting the rounds. Just the magazine sits back a little bit further than, than we're than we're used to. Right. I think it would be pretty badass. Yeah. Especially well, if you go seracoded in and the good old red, white, and blue. That would be awesome.
3: Well, the
2: P90
1: is a bullpup design, isn't it? Yeah. You're right. I, uh, I still want it for any kind of shotgun that I would actually like uh hands down like grab as soon as uh, I would throw money at it is the old uh original uh trench gun. I want the AA12. I'm just not I'm not going to
0: lie. <laughs> I mean, they, somebody went out and created a drum magazine for the AA-12 that holds 100 shells, 100 round. Fucking hell. Isn't that drum. what
2: they they had in uh, in in the Expendables?
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and, that, and Homeboy, I thought it was a demolition ranch. He fired it and he was like, my shoulder is yeah. fucked. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah yeah you would have to be
2: built like terry cruz to be able to actually use it effectively because <laughs>
0: <Right.
3: laughs> I mean, he's, he's yeah.
2: out there
0: and he had he was braced up up against it and he was just like bam, 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 oh yeah <laughs> and he's sitting there trying to walk into it it was hilarious i was sitting there like good god oh yeah, um, I just,
3: yeah walking backwards. <laughs>
0: All right, so this tropical, tropical depression is supposed to bring heavy winds and rain overnight. Now they're projecting that landfall will be just south of Corpus Christi. That still will put us on the dirty side of the storm. So do what you want. I, oh yeah, we'll see. All right, uh, let me see here.
2: We ain't All right, in. so this
0: is where this is where they're projecting that landfall is going to be, just south of Corpus Christi. Uh huh. Here's where I am, right here, just south of Houston. Yeah, Yeah.
2: we might catch a little bit of it. Depends on how much energy it carries over the land. Well, if
0: it's going to be a tropical depression when it comes in, I'm definitely getting some rain, which means I don't have to stand out there like an asshole tonight and water my foundation. Yeah. All right, so moving on to NASCAR. We've been at this for an hour and a half now. We have not touched the race cars, and we have not gone into the depths of bad jokes. It's fucking embarrassing. I found
1: one. I texted it already, guys. Um, oh, I know. I yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You definitely can't say that one. No, <laughs> you can't do that on television.
0: Just don't say the words. I don't know, and you won't get slimed. Right. <laughs> See, that was a deep, dark reference from the way back. 80s. Even some of our older listeners are gonna be like, the way back. And it's gonna hit them. They're gonna be driving down the road and they're going to be thinking about something completely different they're going to be like i don't know oh oh that's what yeah you're welcome don't come crying to
1: me if you if you if you cause your deductible to go up you know that was actually technically a canadian show america
2: fuck yeah <laughs> yeah god Look how people had uh, just the exact same expression. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was not rehearsed beforehand. That was a genuine reaction from Jonathan. That was the conditioned
0: response that we have been, uh, you know, that was a conditioned response to the condition known as David-itis. We've been exposed to that for the better part of a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. and um yeah, <laughs> Definitely. yeah. Uh, If you find yourself having that expression for longer than four hours, consult a medical professional as your heart may not be ready for david Idis. Huh. So NASCAR, they, yeah. they were within group room rooms this weekend. Um, they were at the goal Bowling at the Glen at the Watkins Glen International uh, Raceway. It was a road course race this weekend. And um, wouldn't you know it, William Byron led not only most of the race, he started second. Um, it took him 38 laps to get to the front. Um, and that, and I mean, he, he led all but 38 laps and that is to include pit sequences. Um, he was absolutely flawless uh, on the day, kept all the fenders on the car. And this was his first road course win. And, um, he said that they had done some testing at the Glen last year. Uh, they also did some uh, testing at Coda uh, down in Austin, but none of that stuff really translated to Watkins Glen. Um, so, they, you know, MRN was asking what the secret to his success was, and he said, well, really, what kind of really, what best prepared me for the weekend was racing." Really? William yeah. Byron started out is a hardcore i-racer. He still is a hardcore i-racer. I- he actually owns an i-racing team where he pays a driver to race for him on the weekends.
2: That is crazy.
0: In the Coca-Cola i-racing NASCAR Cup Series. That That is funny as hell. He uh,
2: literally just made a movie about that, too. <laughs> well, not that specifically. Yeah, that. yeah
0: Gran Turismo, yeah.
3: yeah. Dude,
0: I, I used to be friends with a guy when I lived back in Tennessee after I got out of the Army. We actually sat down um, when Gran Turismo was out on the PS2. I mean, mm. It was Gran Turismo Three, anyway. So we did a full length, real time, twenty four hours at at the Nuremberg Ring. Mm. His wife was pissed at us.
2: <laughs> <You can imagine. laughs>
0: we had the, I, I had the steering wheel with the pedals.
2: Ooh. Yeah,
3: right? yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And it was a horseback steering wheel. We we drove in shifts. And it was the second to last shift. I was going to drive the last shift. I started the race and I was going to take the last shift. And uh, he, uh, I, we had, I don't know, like a 13 second lead when I handed up, you know, I, I pulled the car into the pit. When I woke up, we were behind by 42 minutes.
3: I was like, <laughs> wow, Dude.
0: He's like, dude, I just keep trying to drive hard into these into these corners, man. The tires just go away. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm taking over early. Like, I drove an extra hour. And by the time I crossed the start finish line, we I had not only made up that deficit, I had I had actually increased our 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 lead to like uh I think it was like six minutes. Nice. And he's like, what the fuck, dude? And I'm like, and you say you're the one that who can drive better. Get the fuck
2: out of here.
3: Man. And his wife looked at us. I mean, because awesome. we started really?
0: we started on a Friday night and, and we went and we drove all day Saturday and into Saturday night. And his wife looked at us, she's like, Can I have my fucking TV back now? No. Okay. no. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it was insane. Because I mean, and the class that we were racing in. It, it was, it was, there was an American muscle class. We were driving a Chevelle. Oh, yeah. nice. And those things don't handle for shit. No. Right. <laughs> you know, so they, they don't corner all that well. No, they don't. It doesn't mean that I still don't want one. I mean, I'm a Ford guy, but my dream car is a 77 Chevelle with a 454. Hmm. <laughs> right. I mean, just enough where you get like six gas stations to the mile. Right yeah you press the pedal
2: and you can actually see the needle move
0: right uh but next week in the nascar series or the nascar cup series it's the regular season finale the coke zero sugar uh coke zero sugar 400 at daytona international speedway the world center for motor racing the fastest track in the month of august um it's a it's it's traditionally uh, the, the race has always been run on the Fourth of July up until a few years ago when NASCAR decided to jump or juggle the the uh, to jostle up the the schedule uh, citing that well you know we have a better chance for better weather in the month of August well guess what yeah you, you moved it from the 4th of July to peak hurricane season that makes a lot of fucking sense but whatever it is what it is um. But that, yeah, so um, right now, William Byron has five victories on the year. So what does that do for him in the point standings? Well, current playoff point standings, he's number one. Martin Truex Jr. is number two. Danny Hamlin is number three. Kyle Larson and Kyle Bush ran out the top five. Um, current driver standings as it relates to the regular season, it's Martin Truex Jr., Danny Hamlin, William Byron, Christopher Bell, and Kyle Larson rounding out the top five. Um, the reason why the playoff standings look different is because those are ranked by the number of wins and points accumulated by either stage wins or race, you know, race wins um over the course of, of the season to this point. Now, the winner of the the person who is dubbed the regular season champion goes into the playoffs with an extra 15 bonus points. Mm. So, Martin Trucks Jr, he's got you know, he's, he's got some uh, – he, he's got – let me see here. Hold on, hold on. Let me go there. Okay. So right now, as it stands for the playoffs, he is – um let me see. All right. So he is, if I'm reading this right, 76 points behind William Byron. Um, as it relates to seeding. If he can win at Daytona or score enough stage points at Daytona to secure the ne- the regular season championship, that's an extra 15 points going forward. Um, and actually, no, I'm sorry, take that back. He is one point behind William Byron as as the playoff points stand right now. Um I mean William Byron's led a total of 876 laps this year as opposed to Martin Truex Jr's 828. Um the the next person closest to them is going to be Kyle Larson who has led 624 laps. Um Chase Elliott though, I'm not real confident that unless he wins next week at at, at Daytona, he is going to miss the playoffs. Um Alex Bowman most likely is going to miss the playoffs. Alex Bowman's kind of had a shit year. Um, he tweeted out this past, I think it was Tuesday, he had to put one of his dogs down. Mm. Oh, shit. That's yeah. Rough. So, it, I mean, that's that's rough. And, uh, yeah, I mean... And then talking about shit years, when you last week we had that, or a couple weeks ago we had that conversation about Noah Gregson, and I said that he needs to go back to the Xfinity series or possibly even the Truck series. Well, wouldn't you know it? Lo and behold, Dale Earnhardt Jr. on the Dale Junior Junior Download this week basically said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Said I'd stay away from the Cup for a year. Um, it's going to take a lot of work to get back in people's good graces. Um, for what it's worth, you know the court of public opinion yeah it is. um he yeah, said go least. find you go for he said don't go into a a, a a second rate team find you a good team with good equipment go out there run the cup series or run the run the truck series or go back and, and find a good ride in the xfinity series and get you some wins and and, and really start to you know show how good you really are right. um i'm 100 percent behind that mantra i really am um I mean, when Kyle Larson was suspended uh, by NASCAR during the 2020 season uh, for dropping the end bomb on an on a e-racing simulcast, or i-racing simulcast, um, he was he was indefinitely suspended and released by his uh, race team, which at the time was uh, Chip Ganassi Racing. Um, so to make ends meet, while he was trying to do what NASCAR required of him, he went back out there and raced dirt full-time in his, you know, outlaw sprint and, you know, midget sprints and won absolutely everything he entered. And he yeah. made more money off of the off dirt circuits than he would have in cup that year. That's how oh, that's how scary uh, good Kyle Larson is. Um,
2: I mean, Sometimes you just got to get back to your roots a little bit and kind of just, you know. Yeah,
3: because re- when he got re- reinstated.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because before he even got reinstated, uh, rick hendrick approached him and said hey look if you get reinstated i want to sign you to this car right and uh he jumped into hendrick motorsport equipment went out there and won a championship i'm, I'm just sitting there going that is that is nuts yeah i mean he's away from the car for a for the better part of a year and then he just jumps right back in it and next thing you know he's a champion yep yeah I'm just like, how? <laughs> you know, like, how the fuck did that happen? Because um, he got suspended in 2020, and that was the year that Chase Elliott won his championship. And then when um, Kyle Larson came back in 2021, he won the championship. And then, of course, Joey Logano and his little alopecia heaven ass <laughs> won it last year. Um, you know, I really probably shouldn't say that, you know, I mean, I, I dislike Joey Logano, but I'm not going to turn down an autographed die cast. So I probably shouldn't make jokes about his alopecia.
2: You don't want uh, Will Smith coming at you.
0: Keep my hair out your fucking mouth. <laughs> Keep my hairline's name out. <laughs> <No>. Oh, God. <laughs> You know what's funny about that slap? I mean, even though Chris Rock said it hurt, he laughed. Like, That's he true. laughed. He was like, oh, wow. You know, it's like. He made a joke about it.
2: Yeah. Like, like,
1: oh,
2: till He looked over and saw that she wasn't laughing as she was looking at him.
0: Yeah. And it was a problem. You know, I mean.
1: Figgled a little bit. Know,
3: bit. Like, spade,
0: spade. I mean, we're recasting all these roles for Disney live action movies. I think Jada Pinkett Smith should be the next Rapunzel. They're actually talking about that. <laughs> that that's not a that's joke. Are they really going to CGI your hair?
2: That isn't a joke. They are fucking talking about making... Long wig.
0: <laughs>
2: something next. Oh, to...
0: my God, are you
2: Like, they're going to change the entire story around it like they're doing with Snow White.
1: I don't know why they would do, like, change <laughs> the... the
0: if you're going to change anything from the original Disney format, you might as well rewrite these stories to the way that they were originally written.
3: Yes. I mean, so, dude, having an
2: actual accurate, like a, a, a Grimm's fairy tale, accurate telling of Snow White would be fucking amazing. Like all of these <gasps> uh, uh, little mermaid, like an accurate little mermaid. Yeah. Yeah.
3: All right, be, so, they'd
2: all be rated r but hell yeah i would do it
0: gentlemen like as of tonight we are four more races away dude, dude. i'm not saying five five races because the fifth race is our race we are four races away fuck yeah we're going to personally identify with every veteran that listens to this show when our countdown starts boiling down to uh, so many days in a wake up. <laughs> yes.
2: I apologize to our civilians that will uh, not understand that reference at first, but uh... <laughs> we won't explain <laughs> it to you will. either.
0: You're going to have to go find a veteran friend and ask them.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And
0: Figure then, out while you're at it, right. ask them about the cattle cars and nut to butt. Make your buddy smile. <laughs> there, was, there was a meme
2: <laughs> actually it was the the cartoonist for uh private murphy he actually like drew out so he did the uh and, and you guys are gonna i don't know if david will necessarily but johnny you're gonna laugh as soon as i say these it was a picture of the garrison cap like the old school garrison cap this cutter there was another name for it
0: Oh, the cunt cap, yeah.
2: Yeah, there you go. There was the uh, the the funnel. Okay. You know what that was?
0: The donkey dick.
2: And then there was the uh, the 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 jumper cables that we had for the vehicles.
0: You know, the slave cable.
2: <laughs> he literally just put those. He just put pictures of them there and and posted it, and that was it. And just everybody was laughing their asses off at it. Yeah.
3: For that reason.
2: That's we had we had we had that is how I've only ever
3: known
0: my first section leader in the army, staff sergeant Williams, was black. And (laughs) uh, (laughs) I'll never forget it. (laughs) The first time we had to jump a truck off in the field that I had been there for. Somebody was like We need the slave cable. And he's like, well, I guess I'll go get it. And, dude, I straight fell the fuck out. (laughs) I was laughing
3: so hard.
0: And he looked at me. Now, bear in mind, all right, Stassar Williams, we called him Guy Smiley. He was the whitest black dude. (laughs) Like He listened to heavy metal, and he drove a lifted red Chevy Silverado.
2: Oh, that's fantastic. And
0: he was like, I can't. And he legitimately said this. He said, I can't listen to music when I'm driving because then I'm thinking that I'm in red heat. <laughs> and, and, and for those of you who don't know what that means, it's, there's a scene where Arnold Schwarzenegger is driving a Greyhound bus through a fucking mall. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we looked at him. We are like, What? And he let a couple of the lower enlisted guys borrow his truck one night. He's like, We're gonna go rednecking. <laughs> right, right. Can we borrow your truck? You go with us. And he's like, I'm not going with you, but don't put a scratch on my truck.
3: Oh, Lord,
0: I kill you. And, and like his nickname was even written in Sharpie inside the vehicle, right? Guy Smiley, right there above the the above the 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 window or the windshield on yeah. his side, right? Yeah. But, <laughs> so, the fucking truck died, and he's like, Somebody go get some slave cables. And he just, without missing a beat, he's like, I'll go get them. <laughs> I just, the as <laughs> he looked over at me, he's like, what The fuck are you laughing at? i was just like, oh, <laughs> no, nothing You know, I mean, I'm barely 18 years old. Whatever, you know, I'm mean, just out of basic and airborne school. I'm from Texas, dude. I'm sitting there going. Oh goddamn thing, funny sorry Nope. Nope. <laughs> <Do you
2: see>? <laughs> nope. It <laughs> was that one that one TikTok too where they were uh they're like, what how does what is what is the military humor like? And I showed a guy that was doing push-ups and I says, What don't we tolerate in the in the army?
3: Why not? Because they're <laughs> people now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at that.
1: It's almost as bad as when I go to work. Can I talk to someone who's like, "Oh, I got a dark humor." All right. And he's like, "Oh, tell me a, tell me one of your dark humor drugs. He's like, oh, "I can't do that here, sir." There's levels. Yeah. yeah. Wait till we're off the clock, and then come find me right
3: it's
0: like it's like you have to prepare yourself with a series of ever expanding plugs before i fuck you like that
2: (laughs) that's i'm i'm lucky i I literally the guys in in like everybody in my department all four of us are all we're all literally veterans so we could say shit like
1: there's already court documents what y'all say I'm just going to put it that's,
2: that that That's not even from our meeting either. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> We're right. it's
3: like, it's like, oh, we doing worse, man. <laughs> you know, I mean, you got,
0: it's like, that's true. I forgot about that. You know, it's, it's sitting there. You're sitting there going, uh, Evan, <laughs> <laughs> like you're sitting there going, I like my workplace because we've got dark humor. And then it's like, you're sitting there going, your heart, your, your humor's yeah. not dark. Well, what's yeah. your definition of humor? Like, really?
1: Really? It's
0: like, this sure is don't. how dark my humor is.
1: <laughs> it's like, it's like my, my, my slow learned test of seeing, judging a person's dark humor. Like how, how dark is your humor? Cause my Mine's pretty dark. I was like, all right, ask me how I slept last night. i are like, oh, okay, how'd you sleep? Just like God through the Holocaust. Oh. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, oh, I saw,
0: okay, there was a TikTok out there. I saw it this weekend. It was this boot with the beret. He's got the flash with no unit crest on it. He's like, the beret's not given away. You have to earn this. Right, I'm just really, I'm I'm like, really, I'm I'm looking at the comments, dude. The comments are like, Can somebody come get their boot? (laughs) You know, talk to me about your beret after you pass Q course. (laughs) You know, like that one, yeah, yeah, you know, it's
2: like actually, it uh, it is. Because the-
0: I remember when the black beret meant something, right? Right, back to it when it was, was the the beret. right? I mean, I was going through airborne school, they and get Back, no, no, no. no they, they stuck with the, the sand color, the tan, tan yeah. beret. But, I tam- like, I went, you know, outside Fort Benning, Georgia, Chris. I know you know this store, Ranger Joe's. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, way Ranger Joe's. So, you know, we're a bunch of you know, we're a bunch of like wet behind the ears, basic training, you know, graduates Yep, going we through airborne school and it's during jump week. So, I mean, we, we, we go out to uh Ranger Joe's to get a haircut, uh, the weekend before and to buy our berets. Right. Yeah. And we're walking outside and we're just like, Oh man, we got to shave these and we got to shape them. And you know, got to get the flash sewn on and and then here comes a pickup truck full of rangers like from the bat right oh they got all their black berets on their uniforms are all faded and you know like you know but your basic training you see faded bdus you're like oh oh yeah They've done like the- and their name tapes are embroidered right <laughs> angels from heaven you hear the, the heavenly choir oh, oh yeah you know and and so i mean they, they get out of the truck and they're looking at us and they're like the jump school like yeah fucking get lost and they turn around just yeah. die. <laughs> we're like, we're like oh,
3: oh shit.
0: you know and I, I, had bought, I had bought a pair of the old school oakley frog skins right oh uh, no oh dude yeah you know and I mean, and those were the shit i don't like know you. my ass from a hole in the ground <laughs> right we're out process. We've graduated airborne school. We're doing our out processing and they're releasing us the next day. Yeah. And me and my buddies are walking around. We got our jump wings on, you know, we're like an no, fucking high speed, low drag. Got the berets on. Right. And, uh, yeah, no, no, we had our soft caps on. We didn't have our berets on. We had our soft caps on and, uh, got our, you know, Our boots are all polished. Don't have the jump boots yet. I didn't want to jinx myself by buying jump boots before I graduated airborne school, right? (laughs) So, but I go out and buy the beret. Mm. (laughs) Um, It's a lot cheaper. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was like 20 bucks versus the 100 bucks, which still that you think for inflation, it still works out, right? Anyway, so all the guys from the RTB, the Ranger training brigade had come down and they're picking up the guys with the Ranger contracts. Right. You see these two deuce and a halves. They are not there for the, for, for the, for the rip uh, contract guys to ride in that's for their shit to ride in. They're running alongside those trucks all the way to RTB. Mm, Yep. And, uh, I'm 45 years old y'all. And when I think about the towering presence of this e6 ranger standing there on the school grounds just surveying the land i still get chills right i'm still intimidated right we're walking around thinking we a hot shit right like we just got these jump wings on you know we're doing the whole bill cosby red fox you
3: know
0: pop and we pass by him, and he's standing there like this, right? He goes, hey, Peachtree. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> he called us fucking Peach tree, and we just snapped, prayed rest, and we looked at him, and yes, Ranger, and he goes, well, I'm very impressed that you knew how to fucking address me. I got a question for you. The sunglasses regulation And without even answering, I just pulled him off my face. I said, I don't know, Ranger. And he goes, I got a flash for you. You're not. And he said this verbatim. It's burned in my brain for the rest of my life. I'm going to lay on my deathbed thinking about this. This dude looks at us and he goes, I catch those sunglasses on your face again. I'm going to shove them so far up your ass that your nostrils are going to be shaded from the sun. I made myself clear. Oh, Ranger. And he goes. I moved the fuck out, right? We just poof, puff of smoke, right? I went over to the open, or to the entrance to the company. I did my 10 push-ups to the wings. I, hand, I I called my dad over. I was like, come here. He goes, "Fuck was that? I said, just take these and put them in the car. What the fuck was that? I'll tell you later. And I did my turnaround, did my 10 push-ups back to the wind, and I walked back onto the company ground. And I walked by, and I'm not making eye contact. I just see him out of my peripheral vision. And you just see him walking, you know, he's just standing there like this. He's like. (laughs) That black beret, dude. I mean, he had like he had the 82nd beret thing going on. Right. Where he was he was straight up like this, you know, right. And it went over and he was just straight up, you know, couldn't see out of his right fucking eye for shit. Yeah. But yet homeboy had god level omnipotence (laughs) i mean he was just sitting there just shaking his head in approval like that's what the fuck i'm talking about you know and i'm just sitting there i'm like oh my god you know i i I was single-handedly at that point more scared of that e6 ranger i don't even know his name i didn't think to look at his name tape i just knew he had a black beret on and that scared me yep right because he had the green jump boot or jungle boots on we had the ripple sole and his uniform was starched, boy.
3: Didn't, I know, up by dude, all,
0: all I know is that he was an E6. <laughs> I'm like, yes, Ranger. Dude, I was not that scared on day one of downrange basic training. hmm Back when we had the shark attack. I wasn't that scared. Oh, that yeah. dude scared me. Right. And then we get dismissed. I'm getting in the car. I'm sitting in the back with my my girlfriend and my parents. And my dad's like, what the hell is that all about? So I told him. He was like, they're against regulations. So I was like, apparently.
2: <laughs> they are now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right? And he goes, well,
0: what are you going to do? I was like, I'm going to buy a cheap pair of sunglasses that are regulation. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, what are you going to do with these? I'm going to wear them in my civilian clothes because <laughs> at, at the time eventually I, I paid $60 for those at, at the Sand Hill PX. That's like $200 now for a pair yeah. of fleck jackets, right? Oh yeah. But they, they were the old school frog skins with like the, the, or the polarized lenses. Oh dude, they were hot. Oh yeah. They were hot. I'm just like, guess, hmm.
2: is any of the uniforms now, do they just don't, they, they don't have that presence anymore. The old school BDUs with those mirror shined uh, boots, man, you just, that it was a whole different kind of presence that you commanded.
0: Yeah. I mean, when you walk in with a brand new pair of, uh, you know, a freshly resold pair of jungle boots, dude. And you're like, I'm going to wear these around because we got a road march coming up in a week. I'm going to smoke all y'all's asses
2: right
0: i got the ripple soles. nothing like it man do you, you that you put that you, you go over across the street the main post you have mama son resole your boots with them ripple soles you were like superman bro you're like 13 miles on gravel road Dude, I boots man oh, I, boots. I still uh, i've got i've got i've got a pair at my dad's house up there in wichita nice and yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna have to get them um the first weekend of September. Cause I, I left them up there this past weekend, but uh, yeah, I'm going to get them dude. And you know, you remember how we used to do it? Like you go in and you cut the insole out and you pull the steel shank out. Yeah. So that way your feet don't cook when you're, you know, in the motor pool. <laughs> yeah. Man maintenance. Like a little bit. Oh, bro. I, Cause I used to have a pair of the green ones too. And then they were like, okay, the, the green ones are now phased out effective October what was it, 90, 98, right? no, no, 97. 1 October 97, you can yeah, no longer wear the green boots. Yeah, October one ninety seven. you can no longer wear the green jungle boots. So you saw, I mean, you saw some old-timer NCOs that just did not give a fuck.
2: I had a couple of sets that that wore those jungle boots. They didn't give a shit. Especially we are out in the field, they were fucking wearing <laughs> jungle
3: boots.
0: Yeah. You know, we had, you know, you had the Cochrane 2s. You, know, you had the good jump boots, right? And then you had the regular jump boots. There was guys going out there buying Cochran 2s to wear to the field, right? And yeah. then you guys, you guys, they were wearing their Cook Whites, basically. They're really faded ass. Not a slight against you, David, but like the faded BDs, right? We called them cook whites. Yeah, they, they wore their cook whites out to the field. Sergeant Major comes through. Command Sergeant Major West. He eventually left No Slack and became the Ranger Training Brigade uh Sergeant Major, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> he was like, You could hear him. Uh, I think it was like Alpha or Bravo Company. He was he was yelling at. And uh like you could hear him from across the PZ. What the fuck is this <laughs> what are you talking about sergeant major he's like where's some goddamn cook whites out in the field what the <laughs> fuck World? use your field World? uniform sergeant major no that's bullshit <laughs> <laughs> come to find out one of the guys that he was yelling at graduated from ranger school he goes what's the fourth range of your uh, fourth stanza of your ranger creed uh, uh, uh that's bullshit <laughs> like, oh shit oh <laughs> <laughs> like, no. We had we had one guy. Um uh, oh shit, Sart Merrill. Sart <laughs> E5 Merrill. He he went went to Ranger school as an E4 came back cuz back in the day if you went to Ranger school when you came back you were automatically pinned your 5. Right. Right. Like that's the way it used to be. You go to Ranger school, you come back, you get your 5. And uh cuz I mean you you had to be in, like an E4P before you went to Ranger school to begin with.
3: Well, it's considered
1: a leadership school. So, well, yeah. But you,
0: you, so he comes back, and the first day that we're back or that he's back, we have payday activities. So we've got class A inspections. Did he shine his jump boots? No. You remember, you remember the Insta shine shit that Man, you have to like bake on? Yeah. yeah.
2: It, it, it always looked like trash, too. Like you Dude, can And, all, and
0: you, know. you take one step and it, cracks yes, right
2: you could hear it crackle
0: he he insta shined the fuck out of his oh, boots
2: oh, fuck.
0: right
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're standing there he's got his cord he's got his brand new ranger tab on he's got his fruit salad going he's got his boots bloused you know the sun's reflecting off of everybody's toes his look like a fucking solar farm <laughs> Storm Mater's walking up and down the line. He walks past Sergeant Merrill. He stops. Like two soldiers down, he stops like dead, mid strike. And backs up. He does not turn around. He straight throws it in reverse and he just walks back backwards. Stops in front of Sergeant Merrill, conducts a left face, and then does this thing. <laughs> <laughs> He goes, Sorry, Merrill, where does the Kiwi bird reside? <laughs> Say again, Sergeant Major, where does the Kiwi bird reside? I got a hot, I got a hint for you. Apparently, not in your fucking wall locker. <laughs> that is some oh, bullshit, Insta Shine cheating shit. I see that you got a brand new sewn on Ranger tab on that uniform. What is the second stanza of your Ranger Creed? And like, he, he, like he hesitated for about that long. And he was like, That's bullshit, Ranger. That's unfucking stat. And he takes his boot. He put he put ripple soles on his jump boots. Right. This aren't major did. Yeah. And he sits there and just scrapes his foot. Oh on both no, toes, Both toes. And he was like, I want you, your platoon sergeant, and your platoon leader in my office Saturday morning at 1200 hours to present a properly shined pair of jump boots. And you better know all five stanzas of your Ranger Creed. Oh my God.
2: Oh my God.
0: (laughs) I'd rather shit barbed wire (laughs) than have to go back. You better have, you better know that better know that Ranger Creed forward and backwards.
3: Oh, oh no. Right.
0: He's like, Sergeant Major? He goes, did like I is- stutter, Ranger? Did I stutter Sergeant Merrill? Don't make me bust you, the fucking specialist. You just got pinned that five. He's like, uh, oh, Roger that, Sergeant Major. As soon as our Major left, dude, cup, his platoon Sergeant looked at him. He's like, Merrill, the fuck over? The right? <laughs> platoon leader goes, I got to come in on a Saturday for you, Ranger. No, he tries to go talk to the battalion XO about it. Battalion XO is like, Well, let me go talk to Sergeant Major, see what I can do. (laughs) (laughs) He comes back in his office and goes, Yeah, you've got to be there now. I got to be there too.
1: Fucking hell!
0: Damn, my God! And you hear God. the you hear the colonel you hear the you hear the tank commander, Lieutenant Colonel Parker. He goes, "Get him, wild man, <laughs> <laughs> sir. You want to get in on this? <laughs> no, because Colonel knew better. <laughs> <laughs> colonel, I'm so ass in there
3: too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, you got to be there. No, I got to be there too. Because." <laughs> <laughs> <Like, I mean, laughs> I was oh my god, tired.
3: that's fucking amazing.
0: Because <laughs> I, I had staff duty that Friday. And so when I got to hear that conversation, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm sitting over there, it's me, my other runner, and the NCO at the time. I forget who it was. We, we just start dying, dude. I think it was Sarn. Yeah, I think it was Sergeant Russo. I can't remember, but we were just like, dude, we were dying inside because we we're trying to hold it in. As soon as the lieutenant wait- left, they <laughs> laughing. First battalion is right across the way from us, and they're looking at us like we've lost our mind. We looked it over because first battalion, their 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 mascot is the bulldog, right? So they they legitimately had Bastone. It was Bastone the bulldog, right? Yeah. And he he lived on battalion grounds, like his house. Like he stayed in battalion headquarters. Yeah. And we're like, well, fucking worry about the hell we're doing. You stay over there and watch your dog and make sure he doesn't fucking escape again, right? <laughs> like, no shit. This dog hasn't had a counseling packet that fucking thick. <laughs> <laughs>
3: his,
0: his signature on his counseling packets were paw prints.
3: <laughs> he
0: had, from, he, he had awesome. held every enlisted rank from sergeant major all the way down to private.
2: That is amazing.
0: He was a sergeant E five Bastone, and <laughs> yeah, we, we sort of aided him in an escape one night. Oh, <laughs> and They of. found him. They found him in post housing, boning some some lieutenant's dog in the back. oh yes,
3: oh
2: hell yes. Tell me the guidon was right there too. Oh, we didn't fuck with the
0: guidons, right? Because I mean, we're like uh, oh, we would
2: fuck with guidons all the time.
0: We'll we're see we don't have bulldogs around
2: <laughs> to fucking steal either, though. All we can steal were the guide odds.
0: All right. So you know what? Okay, we're two hours and seventeen minutes and into it. So guess what I'm about to do? I'm gonna bring Colin in. Because go. he, he's gonna he's gonna try to do this real quick. So let that me. All right, dude, come on. That's with
2: good. The jokes I had found probably would have gotten us canceled.
0: Dude, the jokes I found would have gotten us arrested.
2: <laughs> well, you saw the one I said.
0: Yes, <laughs> and, and they were on par. They were on par with that. My jokes are pretty much war crime.
3: <laughs>
0: it's only a war crime if you get caught the second time.
2: Exactly. <laughs> no, it's only a war crime if you lose.
0: Oh yeah, oh, yeah, that's, that's, true. True. that's right. Yeah. That's right. It's yeah. only a war crime wrote war crime if you if you lose.
2: Exactly.
0: Come on, Colin. Come on. Come on. Clicky the linky. Is he is he backstage yet, David? Oh shit. I forgot to look at that.
1: No, dude, dude, dude. I have it.
0: I have it. Uh
1: there
0: he is. What's up, guy? All right. So you'll Good look. Old. Hey, Colin. Fix your hair for him real quick. Show him the nice little do that I gave you for the week. There you go. Yeah, see, look at that nice little fade on the side.
3: Walls right, right. The right there. Ooh, that's what I'm talking about.
0: All right. <laughs> so from the soggy remains of the La Brea Tar Pits and the public pool formerly known as Dodger Stadium comes the Ronin of comedy, the master of immorality, and the Riddler that brings into question everything that you thought to, new, thought to be true. I bring to you my genetic code for your ears and now your eyes to feast upon, to be left road hard and put away wet. I give to you this week's installment of Joke Time with Colin. Hey, um, the Red Sox are being Astros right now. We had gotten caught up on other conversation. That's not the joke. Hush yourself, Chris. Fucking beat your face, dude. (laughs)
2: Uh, Love you, (laughs) man.
1: So, on the way to school, I saw a kid with, you know, like, rags and dirty clothes. So...
0: I walk up to him say, hey, are you an orphan? He says, yeah, what gave it away? I said, your parents.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 nice. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, my God, dude. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, Wow.
2: That's, that's that's a good one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is that the only one you've got this week? Yeah. Uh okay. Well, okay. He 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 started and finished strong everybody. Good. Oh, wow. Your parents. Oh shit. Oh. Sh-
2: Wait. What? Did, did David get the time right?
0: No, he didn't. I didn't do the outro yet
2: you know I, i'm trying to give him some kind of credit <laughs> i'm trying to acknowledge that at least he tried a little bit
0: i mean he got his props for giving us proper articles at the beginning of the show
2: that is true, oh, yeah. that is true. That, i'll
0: give him. they were relevant and they were they were recent no, uh, do do it? Timely. it would be timely yeah, yeah. But the the timestamp and yeah. yeah okay um and and he kept quiet while we talked about army stuff
3: yeah.
0: So yeah. good for him. Okay. I
3: had my
1: uh I I had my first after school baseball thing today, so oh. no.
0: nice. Okay. That's what it's about. Dilly it dilly. Was,
3: it was too hot outside.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. Well, we are on a tropical depression uh advice or warning for tonight and tomorrow. Really? Yeah. Depression? Has stages? Oof. Yes, David, much like the depression that most of your sexual partners go through.
1: Nice. <laughs>
2: Solid a little close to the knife there. That was hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just 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 the, the look of defeat right there just worms the cockles of my
0: heart. So much like the additional problem of hurricanes added to the list of worries that Southern Californians have in addition to earthquakes, landslides, and wildfires, you too now have an additional thing to worry about. When you see somebody standing on the side of the road wearing rags, you question yourself. Are they or aren't they an orphan? When you feel bad about yourself, think back this moment in time. When the Ronin, my genetic code, brought forth and enabled the debauchery of your soul. Ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, angry faithful of all ages, I present to you this week's edition of Joke Time with Colin.
3: Oh, shit!
0: Not only did David come in with the redemption tour, he played the full sound this time. Congratulations,
1: David. I was hoping you'd forget by the time that it was done.
0: He was ready
2: for it and everything.
1: Yeah. Well, bud,
0: I, uh, better late than never. We're only two hours and 23 minutes into the show this week.
2: <laughs> this is, yeah, this is going to be a marathon. Listen for, uh, for our, our faithful listeners.
0: Look, the same people that listen to us probably make fun of Joe Rogan, so I don't want to hear a fucking thing.
1: Actually, whoever whoever is murder murder death kill on YouTube, thank you. I mean, constantly commenting. I don't know who it is,
0: but
3: Just murder, you, Joe, you know what?
0: Appreciate it. Murder death kill. I, I invite you to uh reach out, uh Angry Me Production at g- Gmail.com. And uh, give us your contact info. We would love to have you on the show. I was going to say that he could be our very
2: first uh, in inductee to the uh, BTS segment.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. The BTS segment. Yeah. We could invite you backstage after the show is concluded. So, uh, yeah. That way you get an out of context preview of what you're going to have to listen to later in the evening. <laughs> there you go. And we, and, you know, and be, because. <clears throat> Ill timing is kind of our thing. We wouldn't have it any other way. This is true. Absolutely. Colin, bud, I will give mm-hmm. you guys a call later this week. Um, Probably tomorrow if it starts raining like cats and dogs down here. But uh, give your brother a hug for me. You guys have a good day in school tomorrow. I love you both. All right. Love you. Later. Later. There you go.
1: There. We, go. we can finally land this plane.
0: It is after the first inning, it is three to one Boston. Oh, that's good. Still plenty yeah. of baseball left. Still plenty of baseball left.
1: <clears throat> Anyways, I I you-
0: if the Red Sox do end up losing this series or it's any true. of the games here, period, I will have to hear about it.
1: Oh, yeah. for sure.
2: From Every
0: all family member down here. <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah. You see the Astros beat up on your Red Sox? No, actually, I, I don't like the Mariners beat up on your Astros the uh, last weekend. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> that. Did that hurt? <laughs> like,
2: Bring up the Rangers. I don't shut them
0: up.
3: <laughs>
0: right. <Yeah. laughs> like, how does it feel to finally finish with your ass, your face in the ass of the Rangers?
2: It it actually <laughs> feels amazing to be honest with you
0: right you know it's 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 That's like crazy. when we finished, when we finally won our division after <clears throat> even though we won the world series in 2004 we finished in the wild card spot behind the yankees in the division
2: it's a better pill to swallow
0: no. yeah not as bitter of a pill as new york fans are having to swallow this weekend after realizing that their team is now 4 games under 500 <laughs> and they are this is the worst record that the yankees have had this late in the season since 1995
1: damn they're due yeah yeah anyways thank you all for listening thank you all for watching i'm david dickerman i am as always Joni skelton and i am chris jacka and this is nerd sports episode one two two
0: Yes, if you're keeping score at home, he
1: almost screwed that
0: one up, too.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, thanks for calling me out on that one. Later, guys.
0: I mean, if they can't hear the stutter, I mean, it's up to (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: Later on, dudes. Peace out. (laughs)